and welcome to my podcast, Where the Dark Corners Are. Travels hostess. Tonight, we're going to conclude our trip down old memory lane in Sacramento, California. And tonight, I am being joined by Road Trip with the Panda. Yeah. Hello. <laughs> so, tonight, we're going to end our trio. Our trio pod. Trio pod trilogy. <laughs> right. With the Sacramento vampire, Richard Chase. And driving this road trip is the panda. Yes. Sacramento. Yes. I, we were born there. Or I was born there. You, um, we were, you were not. But no. Hometown sack. Correct. Home of the river cats. Yes. Home of the kings. Sacramento kings. Sacramento kings. It was fun. Yeah, but on a sadder note, or disturbed note, yes, Richard Chase, the Sacramento Vampire. Yes. That's a, he's a doozy. Um, I think you, I think you used the word. Oh, dirtbag? Yeah. Yeah. Major dirtbag. Major dirtbag. Okay, words. The ranked, ranked dirtbag, yeah. Okay. He's a piece of shit. Yes. Richard Chase. Um. We usually, I usually say is that you know we usually end up finding the stereotypical serial killers with the you know the the standard background of stuff, and he kind of still fits the bill. Abused household. Abused household. Just mommy didn't just love me. Kind of, yeah. But you, I mean, you'll see. You'll see. Let's go. Let's go. You ready? I'm ready. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Richard Chase. Uh, he was born May twenty third, nineteen fifty, in you guessed it, Sacramento, California. Damn. Yeah, so there's a, there's a there's that bond between you two now. Yeah, there's not that might be a serial killer and just do what he did. <laughs> but I think I think I'm off to a good start, so maybe it's not gonna work out. So either way, so as we said, he was like stereotypical. He was raised in kind of a strict household. He was usually beaten by daddy. Um, in his teens, he he, he was actually okay. I mean, he wasn't like almost, it wasn't like good, like my preteens kind of. But he, he started getting in, the final point you started seeing more of him was he had a knack for uh, killing and mutilating animals. Oh, yeah, that's a. Yeah. It just kind of flips the script at some point. So That's the sign. And, yeah. You know, you put that in the window and everybody knows. Yeah, so. But the parents don't really. Address do it? Address it. They're just kind of like, it's a, maybe it's a phase. <laughs> you know? Oh, so denial. To a point, it's like, oh, maybe, you know, it'll but change. I mean. I promise you, if I saw you hurting any of our pets, it would not have been ignored. <laughs> well, and that's the thing is, like, now, yeah, especially now, but, like, I don't know. I mean, I'm not saying it was a common thing, 
around that time. It was the 50s, 50s, 60s. Yeah, I don't think so. There wasn't a lot of these rules and stuff. I you mean, think? Well, no one really cared. Everyone was a little bit more, I don't say macho, but it was really, really weird. There was, was a lot of gray area for these kind of things. He actually, you know, he, he goes through high school and everything. He actually gets girlfriends, not like Ted Bundy style, but... But you know he he he's kind of besides the kill, animal killing and maybe a couple of fire startings. Fire. Yeah, he you know he makes it through and he actually you know he ends up moving out but he ends up coming back and and then that's where things just get worse again. So coming, as coming back home. Yeah, come back home to mama and daddy. Okay, so, so he he's so he gets moves away, out, but gets he away, back. right? Okay. Gets away, comes back, and n- at this point now he's he's this is just snowballs even more so he starts the the kind of thing he starts accusing his mother of poisoning him yeah so is that paranoia kind of like a schizophrenia kind of thing okay paranoia did you ever have that problem when you were a child i know you're poisoning me (laughs) (laughs) give me a cup of water before we started so yeah (laughs) drink it down so the solution was the father purchased like a like somewhere else from the live and just move out, and they'll, like, keep an eye out or anything, you know, just away from the house, and maybe he'll just keep on down low or something. So Right. So they buy him a new place, a little, like, apartment, and so they kick him out. But it, it just makes things worse, because now he has his own space to do what he wants. So now he's capturing and killing and disemboweling just various animals, and then he would eat them raw. Oh, my God. So he would even take the entrails of the animal and put them in a blender, and drink them, as as he would call it, his smoothies. So he would do that because what he claims in interviews after all this has happened, he he feared that his heart would shrink if he didn't do it. His heart would shrink if he didn't devour uh, the entrails. Did he ever share where he got this stupid idea? No, he just kind of... Came to his own conclusions right. on the and matter? So, yeah, even deep... And further on, he even starts to become like uh, starts to claim he's a UFO victim. Yeah, Prodding. it gets really weird. Okay, he becomes just this demonic. Just, just gets dirtbag. Yeah. Okay. So he yeah so he would drink these smoothies in fear that his heart would become would shrink too small and he would die. What a shame he didn't. Yeah. Well. So 1975, uh, someone finally steps up and they put. Chase, Mr. Chase, the vampire, into a institution, a mental institution. But the reason why they do it is because he injects rabbit's blood into his veins. So that was kind of the last straw. Where they the saw- hell is he even getting the needles for that? I don't know how he's living. I mean, because he has to pretend he's normal. He tells himself, be normal, go out there, oh. get what you got to get, and come back. I mean, people. I mean, people always find a way to get stupid shit, especially the 2000s. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, I just assumed before the 2000s, it was just chaos. Okay. I mean, I wasn't around too. I was only there for five years, and I don't remember much of anything. But before that, I don't know what happened. It just feels like nothing. Everything went to shit after that? Yeah, everybody that? was just chilling. It was just like, whatever happens, happens. So they find out he injected rabbit blood into his veins. They found it with blood smear in his mouth. And it's just like, all right, you got to go, buddy. So he, he, he goes through it. At the hospital, though, I mean, it doesn't really help. He, there's even a instance where he, they find that he actually, from his mental hospital room, which has got a window, some bars, he can reach through and stuff. So he actually grabbed birds um. and snapped their necks and then would 
drink their blood. So he's gone. He's gone. He's. I mean, he was gone. Yeah. yeah. Well, the institution didn't think was so. He, did he ever talk about being molested by somebody? No. He just kind of, I mean, he said daddy abused him pretty good. So it was a strict household. He's got no excuse. He's just one of these people that are just born sick, I guess. I, I'm assuming it was like a like it was kind of okay in the beginning, and then at some point, you know, he couldn't just turn it off, or like if he he can control it, but never wanted to control it, kind of thing. Okay. So, literally the next year, 1976, they say he's good. They give him some some medicine, some pills, and some therapies, and. They seem to have fixed the problems, what they say. So they release him to the custody of the parents and that he did not need to be on any sort of medication. Whoa. That's a mistake. 1976. I'm telling you. 76. It was a good year for other people. Yeah, okay. <laughs> well, it would have been a better year if this guy would have just stayed. Correct. Regardless. So they try it again. They get him an apartment and they just say, you know, be good, pat on the back, and yeah, that doesn't stop. <laughs> so he uh, he just goes right back to what he's doing. He's eating guts, freaking rabbits, dogs, cats. He even steals one of his neighbor's animals. I think it was a cat, and, and he eats it, and then he actually calls the neighbor and tells exactly what happened and what he did to the animal. Oh, my God. Yeah, so, and like I said, you know, it's this, this time period is not really like a law. I mean, it's like a what the fuck, why would you do that kind of thing, but it's just I it's don't even obscene. know what to say to that. There's nothing you can say to that. I mean, like I said, it's not a thing that's happening. So these are still times where people like this aren't, you know, common. I mean, it's not common anyways, but. But no one. I, no <laughs> one's ever heard of something like this. That's it. That's it. Exactly. It's like, what do you do? I got to sleep tonight. I don't know about. Yeah, this gets worse. Trust me. It gets a whole lot worse. This is, this is him finding himself and, you know, feeding into himself literally and figuratively. Oh, God. So there's even a time where the mother is home and and Chase comes home, comes to the mother's house with a dead cat and throws it, shows it to her and, her, and rubs it in her face and then throws it to the ground. And then ripped open the stomach with his bare hands and started just smearing blood all over his face and just started screaming, just straight up. But and mom, they didn't. She didn't call the police. Well, she told me she regrets it. She she states in an interview that she regrets not telling nobody. But that's her little boy. Well, no. Well, no. so she she doesn't report it. She doesn't do anything, and she just kind of goes what along. A with dumbass. It. Now in seventy seven, nineteen uh, seventy seven. Sorry. Yeah, this is making a difference. Not eighteen or something. Either way, seventy seventy seven. He actually is in Nevada, and he actually gets stopped by these cops, or he's found by these cops who find his his car near Pyramid Lake. There was two rifles, some clothes, a bucket of blood, and what assumed to be a liver. They they, they identified as a cow's liver. But he wasn't by the car, so they tracked him down, and he was naked head to toe, running around in the sand out there, covered in blood. Running around, and they asked him where the blood came from, and he said he did leak through his own flesh. So now Nevada police have you know seen this too. And what did they do? Nothing. Oh my god! They, pro- they couldn't. Well, well, you can't charge him with it. I mean, he he was he legally had bought the firearms because there there's no there's no rules there's no rules to buy the firearms. I'm not talking about. I mean, he's running around naked. That is. They I, they investigated, but there's nothing. There's nothing. You can't run around naked. But, you can't run around naked in 1977. But he wasn't in like, tell that to the hippies. 
tell that to the rest of the world who's doing the same exact thing. Probably what they chalked it up to was just like, this dude's just whatever, fucking hippie. No, you hippies I, don't roll around in blood. So that and was, they don't carry guns. He did, and like they couldn't get him for nothing. They didn't put him in jail. Jesus Christ. Literally, so that was August 3rd. I, sh- I, don't, I think I said that, but August of 1977. Okay. So literally, that same year, December 29th. Four days after Christmas. Yes, four days after Christmas. He, this is when it his his he calls it his warm up happens. His warm up. Right. So he has a a twenty two, uh, handgun. Okay. Legally bought because any crazy person could walk to a store in nineteen seventy seven and buy a gun. Uh huh. <laughs> so he kills his first victim in a drive by shooting, and, and like I said, he calls it a warm up. So where did this happen? In Sacramento. Okay. So he's back. I mean, he, he doesn't explain why he was in Nevada. I, I don't know what this guy's mind mentality is, but he's back. So the desert was calling to him. Right. And then the city. He missed the city? He missed the city. It was just it's Sacramento. This is where he gets to be. Okay. So the first victim's name was Ambrose Griffin. He was a 50-year-old man, father of two, and he was all he was doing was helping his wife bring in the groceries, and this guy straight up just did a drive-by oh and my God. shot him. And he just drove off. And like I like I said, he, that was his warm-up. He actually has a pre-warm-up, too, to where, because we didn't know about it then, but there was another, he did another drive-by shooting, but he didn't kill anybody. He actually talked to a woman a random house's kitchen and drove off, but they didn't know who did it. And then for this happened, they confirmed that it was the same weapon, same same caliber to bullet and everything. Else. So, so they, they matched it. Right. So like, okay, there's a guy going around doing this. <laughs> Two weeks later, he actually takes it to the streets by walking, and this is where he tries to enter homes just by trying to walk into them. So he would try the door, and if it was locked, he would just walk away. He took the locked doors as a sign that he wasn't welcome, Mm. but that the unlocked doors were an invite to come in. Mm. So thankfully... People locked the doors? Yes. (laughs) Straight up, yeah. So, you know, people, when the mom tells you to lock the door. <laughs> Just do it. From Sacramento, she's me- she fucking meant it, you know? Mom is not that crazy. She survived the vampire. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I don't know where this guy's getting his ideas from. He's just straight up, yeah, oh, yeah, if the door's unlocked, I could just walk in. So and what did he do when the door was unlocked? So he hasn't experienced this yet. So, okay. So, we're, so, so we're, basically everyone's locking their doors. Right. So, But Thank this, this is still the same night. Still the same oh, okay, okay. So, so while wondering, he actually runs into a, a person he went to high school with, and he asked to get a ride from uh, her. Her name is Nancy. Nancy Holder. Oh, no. But she sees him walking around in the middle of the night and kind of goes, nah, I'm good. So she trusted her instincts. Yeah, she says no. She sees she sees his appearance, and it's just Good kinda, job, Nancy. Goddamn. Right. And at this time, he's, he's down taking care of himself. So his appearance is very morbid. He's... Scruff. Haggard. Haggard. He's skinny. He's he just looks like Dodge. He doesn't care. He's doing his own fucking thing. Okay. Fortunately, he finally finds a house that is unlocked. Damn it. But fortunately, nobody's home. Okay. So he walks in. He finds the empty the empty house. It's empty, and he and he just goes through it. I mean, he's looking for something to do. So he's upset. There's a child's room. He actually goes to the child's room and opens the drawer and pees in it. Straight up pisses in the drawers and takes a dump on the the bed. Oh my he god. Literally shits the bed on this child's bed. Had poor child. 
So while he's doing it or finishing up, the family comes home, and the father finds him and fucking comes after him. Like, what the hell? Right, like a dad should. Right, which he does. And now, you know, now you get this guy who's fucking in your house, but <laughs> he can't. He doesn't get him, and Chase escapes. He survives. He survives. But it doesn't deter him from not trying to do what he's wanting to do. So the attempts continue. Correct. The same night. Damn it. So he gets some distance between the house he just got caught in, and but he still progresses, and he goes and finds a different place. So he comes to the house of Miss Teresa Williams. So she's three months pregnant. Oh, no. And he had told that Mr. Chase is the one that gives all the information. He was very open with a lot of interviews and why he did it or what he did and everything else. So he saw her taking the trash out. And she had left the door open because, you know, you should, sometimes you leave the door open, you're taking the trash, you're going right back in. Cares, right. Right. So she took the trash out. She comes back in, and he's actually inside the house. This time, he's got his twenty two. So he actually shoots her three times, kills her. Shot her twice in the head, and once got her in the hand, but it appears that she tried to, you know, she threw her hands up, that little shit. Defense. Yeah. So, but fortunately, it doesn't stop there. So he kills her, and he takes her to the bedroom. And he actually rapes the body. Necrophilia. Yeah. But and but he does it while stabbing her with a butcher knife that he finds. So yeah. This man is fucking crazy. Yeah. There's no defense for that. There's nothing there's nothing there. God damn. And they released him with no medication. Who the fuck was in charge? Well they didn't know. That's not a thing. Like I said, this is not a thing. You know, these serial killers, this is kind of the, the begin not the beginning, but no, like... Oh, we already had the Golden State Killer come through. Okay, but I mean, it's one killer. This is still not a huge thing. Like, serial killers aren't a popular thing. Like, And this guy is literally mentally ill. Yes! Very like, much so. Like, he needs to be locked up forever, or now he actually needs to just... Well, it's fucked up now. It's too late. So... Yeah, and so she, it's not even over. So he fucking rapes her, her corpse, and then he actually opens he, he opens her up, and he collects all the blood, and he puts it in the bathtub, and he bathes in it. Oh, my God. And he ends up, like, drinking the rest of the blood out of her. Yeah, he finds, I don't, every time I looked it up, he I don't know why it comes back, but he, always, he used a empty yogurt container as a cup. So he would take it, like squeeze some blood. So now up. the motherfucker's recycling. <laughs> yeah. God damn. And the worst part of, I mean, after all that already, he's already taken, you know, her, he's already ripped, destroyed her body, and he literally he goes to the backyard and he finds dog shit and he puts it in her mouth and and her throat. What the fuck? Yeah, straight up. I'm. I'm I wish this was. I. I I'm not mean, gonna sleep tonight. I'm gonna be. Yeah, don't take out your trash tonight. No. That's what I'm That's shitty. That's that was yesterday, so bad. but still. Oh, my God. And it doesn't, I mean, then he does, he has one more bag night. <laughs> one more, and I'll, I'll leave you alone, I swear. Jesus Christ. So. Did, did he ever, in any of his interviews, express a disdain for his mother? No. Well, disdain for his mother? Yeah. No. Did Did he ever blame her for the beatings? Like, she never interfered. She never tried to stop my dad. She always encouraged it, or he was beating on everybody, and she just was okay when he wasn't beating on her. I mean. Does it matter? 
Well, I mean, when someone does that, acts that way, uh-huh. sometimes it is in relations to they're acting out their fantasies of what they wish they had done to somebody in their mind, somebody who would hurt them or, you know, committed atrocities against them. The co-ed killer, he'd tell you, my mother made me this way. So, but I mean, he's talking about his dad beating him, but on some level, you have two parents and the mother, who's the protector, the nourishing one, doesn't step up. I could see why that could be a, a thought. You know, I mean, I don't know. This guy's just sick motherfucker. I don't even, there's no hope for this guy. I mean, he's done. The second you start mutilating animals, you're done. You're on a dark path, a legit dark path. And his parents didn't help him. I mean. Right. They're all to blame. All right. <laughs> Move on to your. So the last, so January 27th now. So. Oh, Jesus. This is, he commits his final murder, but unfortunately it's a mass murder in one home. Uh-uh. Yes. So he actually enters the house with his, with a 22 as well. Same, same weapon. He enters the house of a woman named Evelyn M- Miroth, Myroth, who was babysitting her 22-month-old nephew, David. She has her own son, Jason, and the neighbor actually was over there. His name is Dan. Meredith, but Dan. And he just came over to check over with her. I mean, neighbors, the neighbors. Right, whatever being neighborly. Right. And so as soon as he enters the home, he just, he goes with the 22, and he starts off with Dan. He shoots Dan. Takes out any potential threat. Takes out, takes out Dan, turns over his little body, takes his keys, his wallet, and then he runs from based off what the interview. This is all. I mean, this is all from his. He's he's very forthcoming with all this. So Jason, the son, the six year old, he runs to the mom's bedroom, where Chase shoots him point blank in the head twice. He proceeds to the twenty two month year old and shoots him as well. And at, baby. and at the time, Evelyn was actually in the bathroom. She was actually just taking a bath. She was just doing her own thing. Oh, so I wonder if Dan, the neighbor, was watching the kids while she took a bath. Right, so she, he might have came over to help out while right. she took a second Damn. for herself. Like, two of those people weren't even supposed to be there. And yeah, her nephew and Dan. And then, yeah. <sighs> Jesus. Yeah, and so then he goes to the bathroom, and, I mean, long story short, he gets her, too. So... Fortunately, Evelyn's dragged to the bedroom as well and sodomized. And but she's dead. Yes, she's dead. So I mean, still, it's still. Right. No, I get that. I'm just, com- you know. Right. Um, And he does this thing to where he drinks, he starts drinking her blood as well. He takes off pieces of her back into up to the neck and kind of sucks on it and gets the blood off of it and then takes just kind of drains the body of some with of his it. yogurt. Well, he does have the yogurt can this time, but he's I'm, I'm assuming he's putting his mouth on him. Jesus Christ! And just mm, yeah, and so medical examiners also found what they call an unusual amount of semen in the corpse's uh, rectum. So, like, maybe he sodomized her repeatedly. Yeah. How long, did he ever say how long he was in the house? Uh, it, it's not, I think it was all night. He straight up just, he just tears into this poor girl. And he, and he, 
<laughs> he gets a bucket, he drains the blood in there, and he consumes all of it. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't know how you could do that I without feeling sick. Right. But it may, but I mean, if he prepped with all those smoothies. Well, yeah, if he's eating animal shit and everything else raw, I mean, this is nothing compared to whatever. I mean, I even get a whiff of vomit. And so, I'm out. But and the shitty part is, he even takes David. David is the two month year old. <laughs> so he takes it to the him to the bathroom into the bathtub. I'm sorry, and he actually opens the skull. Oh no! And he eats some of the brain matter. Jesus Christ! Yeah, yeah, yeah. This whole time I thought it was the neighbor. Like it doesn't make any better. No. But then I just read that again because I have my notes. But I was like, oh shit, David's the kid, the 22 month old. He eats the fucking brain. Oh, it's so fucking rough. Yeah. So he does that, and at this time, it says a six year old girl who actually plays with Jason. The six-year-old, she actually comes to the house to, to have a play date. Oh, my God. Fortunately, at this point, uh, I don't know why or how, but he, Chase sees this young girl and actually gets freaked out, and she's freaking out, and this actually startles him to run away. Okay. So he doesn't kill the six-year-old girl. Okay. He actually attempts to run away, which he, I mean, he makes it. He runs away. So he doesn't get caught at the scene, but at this point now he's left like. Well, he's everything. Yeah. Every, every bodily fluid you have, he has left there, it sounds like. Yes. And so he actually steals Dan's car, the neighbor's. He took the keys earlier. Yes. yes. So he steals the car, and the girl goes, tells a neighbor or somebody, anybody. God, I hope she ran like hell. I, I don't know. I mean, what do you do when you see something like that? I mean, I, I, it isn't going to detail what she saw. It just says that she showed up, and they both startled each other, and he booked it. The FBI actually called in, and they put out a profile, uh, and they actually narrowed it down pretty pretty well to it's probably a loner. Probably. they, narrow, they I don't know how they do their profiles. I haven't watched Mindhunters yet, so I don't know. Oh, it's a good show. Right. So, But they actually make a good profile that actually matches his his agenda or his, you know, everything. So skinny. Persona. Persona. Loner. Personality. It, it, it's almost to a T. It's actually pretty cool. I mean, but so they put it out to the public, and the person who steps up says, like, hey, I think I know somebody. Are you talking about Nancy? Nancy. Fuck. Nancy. So Nancy, who Nancy was, step- like, who survived. Right. Nancy steps up and tells, steps up and says, hey. Right, who didn't give him the ride, but notices he was out to that night, and it kind of sits with her, and it's like, oh, shit, that might be the man. That might be Richard. It might be him. It might be, yeah, it might be Richard. And so she tells him, and this was about five days after the mass murder. So the FBI and local PD law enforcement, they actually go to his house, and, I mean, it's all there. It's all there. The, smoo- the smoothie maker, his utensils are covered in blood. He's got posters of like human biology up, <laughs> like it's straight up like you're walking to a house of horrors, right? And it's so stereotypical that it's almost hard to believe that this is a thing. But his house is gruesome. So it's a house, not an apartment, correct? Uh, sorry, apartment. So the neighbors never complained about the stench. I'm sure they did, but blood the- stinks. I'm telling you, nobody cared in the seventies. Nobody Jesus cared. Christ. Nobody cared. I'm telling you, I don't know what was happening. Because that's where all of these murders, 
pop up. This is where all these weird-ass crimes show up. This is where it all happens. So I don't know what the fuck y'all were doing in the 70s, but it wasn't working. Maybe y'all needed more iPhones back then or something. No. Oh, fuck, man. Disco was not the answer. Apparently not. So, long story short, they get him. It was pretty easy to get him. He had bloodstained shoes there. It matched the footprints there at the crime scenes. They have physical evidence. I mean, he, it was him. And he doesn't. He doesn't doesn't fight it. So in seventy nine, he's he goes to case the uh, case goes to court. The defense straight up says this guy's crazy. There's no hiding it. This guy's insane. But they're still trying to get him out of life, no, and death. So no. life penalty and uh, the death penalty. So no, he needs to fucking fry. So they try to to uh, they try to get him for second degree murder. That's what they were fighting for, but that don't work. Thank God. So get him on for six accounts of first degree murder. Did they fry him? So yeah. So so he was he by the courts he was mandated to be killed by the gas chamber. Fortunately, the next year, December nineteen eighty. So that was nineteen seventy nine. The court case happened. Okay. And the jurors, everything they declared him guilty of everything. December of nineteen eighty. A guard finds Chase dead in his cell. Apparently, he had been prison enough, gives medication to prisoners, right? right. So he had actually had saved up a bunch of pills because you're not supposed to take it all at once. Right. He actually saved up enough and committed suicide in his cell. Why didn't he do that earlier? I mean, even the people in the prison, guards and inmates alike, they didn't mess with him. They didn't want to talk to him. This guy was weird. Like, we're good. So, like, he had a presence over there, too, so. All right. Well, that was really fucking rough. You give me the more murders, you give me this one. It's cool. <laughs> I didn't realize how, oh, disgusting. Right, so, I mean, this is where I heard the the, the lock your door story of somebody's going to come in. So, somebody, I forget who told me that, that. This is where it came from. So I mean, I was like, okay. And then I looked, you know, now I've researched it and saw on C, but you know, I right looked into it. So lock your doors. Lock your doors. God damn, that was brutal. When the friend says, "Hey, leave your door open. I'll be right there." You know, nope. You call me when you're ho- close. Your door when you throw your garbage out too. Yeah, I guess so. That's God damn. That's crazy. Can you throw your own garbage out? All right. Damn. Seriously, people, triple check your doors tonight. Although I just kind of feel dirty now. Like, I don't know. I need a Bible or something. A Bible. He don't believe in A few prayers. All right. Um, We have Facebook. Facebook, Facebook, Facebook. If you are interested or curious and would like to join, send me a request. In the meantime, if you have a place that you would someday like to know where their dark corners are or have a specific tourist attraction in mind, send me an email at where the dark corners are at gmail.com. Final thoughts, Panda? Just stay indoors, lock your doors, play D&D, and hang out. <laughs> Keep it simple. Keep it simple, man. It ain't, it ain't need to go outside no more. We're good. We got all the tools to stay inside. There's no point. And you'll be fine. And just make sure you have more than one neighbor show up. <laughs> yeah. 
Like a poor dad didn't deserve that. No, I mean none of them did. Maybe Dan was just trying to be, you know, the man that she that she needed. It's unfathomable the 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 depth of his insanity and how much it was ignored and discarded. Well, the community's also to blame too. The 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 psych ward let him go. Right. Police literally state police. Have a lot of people him. dropped the ball here. Well that's and that's why it's coming to light to a lot, but now but you know, like I said, seventies, fuck it. You're right. You'd be okay. All right. So until next time, please remember only the few can find the beauty in the darkness, which is why I hope to meet you where the dark corners are.